You're listening to Playback, a Variety iHeartRadio podcast. I'm your host, Variety Awards editor Chris Tapley. This week, we continue our streak of chats with Oscar nominees with Marina de Tavira, the supporting actress nominee from Alfonso Cuarón's Roma. She was a surprise supporting actress nominee at that, which uh, was kind of awesome. Um, Marina is one of the coolest people on the circuit. Uh, she's been such a great presence all year long. And uh, I don't know, you look for these moments every year, I guess, where uh, you can kind of see the seismic potential of, I guess, you know, this time of year, or this recognition and what it can mean for a career. And I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of Marina in the future. And I'm happy to finally catch up with her. So here's my chat with Marina de Tavira. Rainy weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually better than this, as you know. Well, yeah. but it's not that bad. Yeah. Because, you know. Well, it could be a lot York. worse. It could be in New York. It could be in <laughs> Chicago. Man. Yeah. I saw a photo I yesterday know. of Lake Michigan. It was, like, frozen completely solid. I know. It's crazy. I'm not, a, I'm not a cold weather person at all. Yeah. In fact, the warmer, for me, the better. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to bring up the questions. I'm not checking text messages, I swear. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. These days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, everyone. I'm here with Marina de Tavira, the Oscar-nominated star of Roma. Thank you for coming on the show, first and foremost. But you say that, and I, I, I just don't. <laughs> Is it weird? I mean, uh-huh. I, I, I can't believe it yet. <laughs> Tell me about that morning. I was... I burst into applause spontaneously because it was like the second name they called and I was like oh my god what was your morning like I mean were you awake watching this unfold yes I, I was awake totally aware that the nominations yeah. were coming out I was waking my son up for him to go to school but and I, I was expecting that Roma may get some nominations in some categories but I wouldn't I never expected to be on the list like in a personal nomination so when I heard it I just I screamed. I ran to my son's room and I was yelling like, "I got nominated! I got nominated!" And he was like, "What? What? What? Do, what? The film? Do you mean the film?" And I was not. I don't know yet. <laughs> but me. So yeah, I think it's the first time I've cried out of um, joy. Yeah, that's a great way to wake up your son. Though. Yeah, <laughs> finally got him out out of bed. Um, you know, I wanted to go back. And just kind of get to know you a little bit, like your passion for acting. Where did it yeah. come from? Was it an early age? I read this thing. Tell me if this is true. That you were six and you snuck out onto a glass ceiling or something during rehearsals for Macbeth. Is this true? And, and well, yeah. My, 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 my dad my dad had this um, um, a group of that actors that used to come home for rehearsals. He, he wanted to be an actor. Then he couldn't. He ended up being a lawyer. And then, and, and then his life went in another way. But he always kept doing theater at home. Mm -hmm. we, had, we didn't even have a space we called theater the theater. <laughs> and he w would rehearse there. So I would always like I would spy on them, and and this was a, a Macbeth version of Eugene Ionesco, mm -hmm. the the French dramatist, mm -hmm. and and it, and I was like spying, and then the glass broke, and everybody noticed I was there. Like <laughs> you crashed onto the scene. Yeah. <laughs> so so what was the draw? Why were you so interested? Uh, why why were you spying on this? Because it 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 was theater for me was a world I wanted to belong to. Yeah. I I come from a family that that has a theater tradition, so I I was able to go to see some plays that were not even for children, and then get 
get to go backstage and see the actresses and they were my relatives. So I, I would always think I want to belong to that world. There's something that they have that moves me really deeply and, and I just want my life to be about that. And that, that I knew it like from like in my early years. What do you think it was? Was it there's a sense of community in theater? Uh, I don't know if it's that. I mean, like, what 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 is it that was specifically grabbing you? Was it just the, the the kind the, of they they the way they seem to to recreate a completely different world? Mm -hmm. Like they they immerse in another reality, and 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 watching that as a as as an audience was like um, l l they really made my me like. I had experienced things I didn't imagine. Mm -hmm. So I, I said, I want to be there. I want to be one of them. I want to be one of the ones that create this completely different world. Mm -hmm. So make-believe. I mean, yeah, as, maybe. A as a kid, like, uh, were you... I don't know. What are the cheesy questions that you ask actors about their childhood, right? Like, were you playing make-believe a lot? Were you Were you into that kind of just... Did you like putting on shows for family members and stuff? Were you very totally. much an outward spirit? I mean, was this just all a part of who you were? Uh, I, I, my, I mean, that was my favorite game. To, yeah. to like, it was called plays with my cousins, and we used to do like, you have fifty minutes to do a play, and you have and and then we watch yours, and then you watch ours. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even about a contest; it was just about the doing a play. And and I mean, I was I, I didn't watch TV a lot. Mm -hmm. I didn't have permission to watch TV only one hour a day. So really? I would, yeah. What was that like? Was that just like a strict I mean, rule? Maybe or? at the, yeah, it, was, it, it felt strict at the moment. But now I really am grateful because that like opened up imagination. And, you know, something that you're not allowed to be a part of just makes you want to do it all the more, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, with this film, with Roma, uh, you know, you didn't know it was an Alfonso Cuaron movie to begin with, no. as I understand it. Uh, what what, what were, was the early process of getting involved with Roma like? Before knowing Alfonso Before was knowing the that he was director. Involved. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, for actors, auditions and castings are part of our daily life. I think it's the one we suffer the most. Well, for me, <laughs> it is that way. You you have to like oh, always being uh, facing uh, rejection or not, or you know, the nervousness of not knowing. But that's what we do. So mm -hmm. I was called up for for an audition, and they say, "Believe me, this is something special. We just can't tell you much, but it's worth it." So I just went on and, and do it, and they they told me it was going to be going to be something uh, between the nineteen seventies, and that it was a, about a divorce. So I said to myself, "Oh, I know about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know about that. I think I can portray it." Mm -hmm. So I, I just kept on doing it. They kept calling me back, and then at the end of the third one, I, I think. They said that it was Alfonso who was going to mm -hmm. direct, direct this film. I knew he was coming back to Mexico because we had heard about that. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear about those things. And, but I, I was like, oh, so that's the film I've been auditioning mm -hmm. for. So it was really crazy. It made the decision easy at that point, I imagine. I mean, we're, you weren't looking at a script, though, right? I no. mean, you were just kind of doing interaction stuff with Yalitza and stuff like this? I mean, well, was not, this what was not going? with her. I not mean, her? I met her at the, at the end of the oh, process okay. also by myself. The, the first one was only uh, talking about who I was, like my 
biography, where was I born, what what neighborhood I was raised mm -hmm. in, and my parents' story. And then they just said, now we're going to make an impro. It's about a, a woman that's waiting for her husband. She knows that something's been going on. Mm -hmm. And then and then I, I thought at that moment, you know, the, the, the very first reaction, like impulse would be like, be really mad mm -hmm. and gelling and, you know, and then I said, but that's not it. That's not the way it would be in that time or even that's not the way it is. I mean, so I, I, I went and do it, did it the complete opposite way. I just like said, waited there. And when I had like to talk to, to the guy, I was just so really calmed. And, and then when Alfonso talked to me about the character, it really made sense mm -hmm. because he said that the, the woman in that moment and, and, and Sophia specifically will never like be, um, asking something for her husband, like in a violent way or in a, because they couldn't mm -hmm. because, and because she was like in a very vulnerable, uh, moment in mm -hmm. her life. Like he was the one that was bringing the, the money yeah. home. And so she had to really play it down. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully, you know, the movie's been out for a while. If you haven't Ooh. seen Roma, it's on Netflix. Go see it right now. It's the best movie of the year. Um, we've talked about this before, but let's, let's uh, break it down for folks. You did not get to look at a script. No. Uh, it was very much discover your reality day by day. You're a professional actress uh, sur surrounded by a lot of non-actors, uh, a lot of first-time actors. And, uh, you know, you're the pro of the bunch. And presumably your kind of instincts would be rubbed against a little bit by this process. So just tell me how the process of not having a script and learning things day to day, how, how that affected yeah. you as a professional actress? Well, not having the script didn't really affect me. You know, in acting school, you're used to play with whatever they tell you to do. Sometimes they just give you directions like, and you go ahead and play it and improvise mm -hmm. the scene. So that wasn't really a problem. I think it was understanding what Al the what Alfonso wanted, which it, it was like difficult for me to understand at the beginning because he would give us the the lines, but then he would say, but you don't have to really say exactly the same words. And there's a, 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 some small room for improvising, but that's, that means with dealing with what you don't expect. And, and what, once it happens, you have to, there you have room to do whatever it comes, but not that much. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't just play another scene. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, invent something, something weird. So getting adjusting to that, that was difficult to understand. Mm -hmm. That was what we did the first week. It was like trying to really understand what he meant, like, because it's not improvising, but it's not all, it, but all, it also isn't like the way we, we usually do that. We, we stick to the words that we have and we rehearse. Mm -hmm. There were no rehearsals at all. And there was no previous work. We, we shot this in chronological order. And the only previous work I did with Alfonso was a very long talk about what he remembered about his mother. Mm -hmm. and, and he didn't say anything about what was going to happen to her in the, during the film. He just stopped at the very moment where we would do the first scene. He said everything that she had lived just before. And then we started with no rehearsals, with no like getting to know the other actors, because he truly believed, and I think he was right, that that would actually emerge by the way we were working. Mm -hmm. And because he think, I think he thought that he had like really, really concentrated in choosing the right person for each character and yeah. that they could really avoid it and they, that they had it within them. We yeah. had it. Yeah. You know? Well, um, was it 
were you nervous knowing that you were playing his mother, you know, in, in this movie, essentially, and that uh, that kind of gives you this sense that there's an even more watchful eye on you than just a director. I mean, you're playing a man's mother, so. Well, you know, it wasn't, I was really nervous, really, really nervous. I remember the first day I, I walked in and the first day I worked there, uh, my heart was beating so, so fast that the, the, the people in sound were really worried because they couldn't hear my words. They were only mm. he- listening to my heart. <laughs> so, uh, but that, it wasn't because of, I w- because I was playing his mother. It was because I was working with him mm. and I really, he, I mean, I, sometimes you, when you admire someone so much, you feel like really. Uh, I want to be up to the standards. I really don't want to fail here, you know, yeah. fail him because he trusted me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was his mother, that really didn't, because I felt I could really relate to it. And mm-hmm. I trusted that he knew why he chose me and I knew why he chose me because Sophia has a lot to do with my own mother and has a lot to do with my life. So it was, it was about him and about really trying to understand what he wanted because I, I understood it wasn't something like common, yeah. like just common acting. It was something else. You touched on this, but I was just wondering how much, like you put yourself into the role, put put your own personal, uh, I guess, life or whatever yeah. into the role. I mean, was that, is that something you do anyway as an actress that you, or, because we talked about make-believe, you know, mm-hmm. something a bit of escapism in that as well. But as an actress, do you enjoy putting yourself into the part that you're playing? I I I think I can't work in another way. I always I'm always uh, pulling from my own experience, and of course the character's experience is not it's it's never yours. And and sometimes they go through things you've never gone through, but you can relate to something in your life. I I have I always have to pull from my own experience, Mm -hmm. but sometimes sometimes you have more 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 things to work with. And in this case with Sophia, I had a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot, a lot. I mean, I I could have been one of those kids, you know, my story, Mm -hmm. my it could have been one of the I could have been little Sophia. Mm -hmm. Did you ever talk to Alfonso about that or did you keep that here? And no, I kept it. it. He's heard about that now (laughs) that we've been (laughs) traveling together and because we never made uh, like a irrational an analysis of the film or of the characters, it was really about like surrendering to them in a uh, you know very emotional and deep and uh, way, not not like thinking or mm-hmm. talking or oh the, I remember this. It was just being it, being there and feeling it. So I would I would mostly only listen to him. Mm. I I, I would I would like never speak. A lot. He would, he would come to me, I would listen, and then he would come back again, and I would listen, and I, I wouldn't. I, I, I was like trying to keep silent because mm-hmm. I think I thought that if I talked too much, I would be doing something else. It was about receiving and trying to respond with acting and not with thinking mm-hmm. or words. Mm-hmm. And it's very immersive too when you're in these like meticulously recreated locations. Uh, I assume that does something for your performance as well, right? Because you you feel like you're in his house. You feel like you're, it's real. Totally. And he really took care of that. I mean, he, he respected our, our acting process beautifully. It was very important for him that he, this was a house. It, that it would feel like a real house that because even and since we were working with uh, first time actors, it was like if they felt that they were on a set or something that would like yeah. Put them away from 
from the story and from the character's life. So it was a real, real house. Every every corner you looked at, it was filled with things. And so it really, he, he really took care of that detail. Like we could feel it was real life all yeah. the time, constantly. I mean, in my, 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 my clothes were in the clothes were in the closet of, of Sophia's room. Mm-hmm. There's what the people from, from clothes, they would take them out from there. They were hanging there all the time. Yeah. I think it deserves that award very much <laughs> for production design because it's so meticulous. I mean, mm-hmm. they built this big street mm-hmm. scene as well. And you know, he's talked about uh, telling the production designer, I, I might go into any one of these shops. Exactly. So exactly. I need it to be filled out with everything, uh, which is kind of mean. <laughs> I know. That, and, and it happened a lot that like they, when they were done, we're like, really? Are you done? That's it? Yeah, but I mean, there's <laughs> you didn't see that way and that way and that way. No. <laughs> there you go he's an artist yeah <laughs> uh, you've traveled all over with this film I mean the movie first it, de- it debuted at uh, Venice and then went to Telluride where mm-hmm. I saw where I saw it and uh, I met you and Jalitza there yeah um, I'm, I've been curious I've asked you this before but just uh, meeting different people seeing people different people react to the movie in different ways and sometimes very interestingly similar ways uh, what has just the road trip there's a there's a celebration yeah. somewhere outside. Uh, let's join them. <laughs> Bring them in. No, but uh, I don't know if anyone heard that. Someone's cheering down the hallway. But yeah, just seeing people react to it uh, around the world, essentially, uh, in, in different ways. What's that been like for you? That was at the beginning of uh, a, a surprise. The first time, and it was in Telluride, actually, because in Venice I didn't have a time, actually, time to talk to anybody. I just saw like the the, the applause and everybody like stood up and mm-hmm. applauded for like Ever? fifteen minutes. I don't remember, <laughs> but I, I, we didn't actually talk to anyone because we flew directly to Telluride. Yeah. So it was there where I could see. The first time they were like screening the film, and then I saw all these people coming out before the Q and A, just going back really quick to the bathroom, and they were crying, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god!" And they they would say, "Oh god, I'm a mess." And I was, "Did the film did this?" Mm-hmm. And then there's where I started to to see what it was happening, and that people were really, really relating to it. That it maybe at the beginning I I thought that it may be something local or mm-hmm. really like from Mexico. And then I realized that no, that 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 when you go really personal and compromise with that, somehow that hits everybody. Yeah. And it's childhood, it's childhood scars, and it's the people that raised us, and also uh, are, are incredible like questioning our our fear of difference and. Mm-hmm you know, racial difference and social difference. And I feel like the way he's filmed the movie and what we just talked about earlier, it it really helps to instill empathy Mm -hmm. with the characters that are, you know, going through things that you might have no understanding or or experience with. But the way that he filmed the movie, I don't know, it just, it translates that empathy to you in some sense. And I mean, I've said it before, I was like full body crying Mm -hmm. during a certain scene in a hospital late in the film. Which is, I think, the scene that gets a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, there's just a matter-of-factness to the filmmaking that just allows you to come into it instead of being presentational. Do you know what I mean? I totally do. Yeah. I, it's uh, That's something I really he, I think he really accomplished, that it's like there's no comment on anything, mm-hmm. not even the fact that there's no score, yeah. you know? And, like, the camera is always, like, this distant eye mm-hmm. of something really 
that that's happening like in a really deep way mm -hmm. but there's not like that that was important for acting also and he worked a lot with that like never comment on your emotion as an actor mm -hmm. because sometimes as actors we we want to put in the surface what's going on in in our emotions because that's acting mm -hmm. and you want the audience to see it and and in this case with Sofia it was going the other way all the time the other way like if the emotion would come to the surface he would stop and we would start again and he would say no it has to be there in a really strong way but never never show it mm -hmm. or never even worse try to show it yeah 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 so that'll pick up in the way he's filming yeah. it as well mm -hmm. um what was the most uh what was the most fun you had making the movie like what was there a scene that uh more enjoyable than the well definitely like the, the, the the scene where Sophia crashes the car <laughs> that was that I mean he said now you can do it go ahead and <laughs> just enjoy it and do it and I wanted you really and, and I, I and I, I never had he would tell me that that very same day I was like they call me let's go you they call me on set and I didn't know what I was gonna do so there's a car And then she comes and says, no, now you're going to crash it. You, you went out with your friends, you, with your friend. You, had, you were drinking. You're really sad. You're really mad. You haven't heard about your husband. He hasn't sent any money. And you were just like drinking with your friend and letting it all out. And you're like driving and listening to this Mexican song about women, yeah, pain, you know, and, and the way they are like so hurt by men. And then you... At the beginning, it's an accident, mm -hmm. and then once you realize it's an accident, you just enjoy it, it just feels and wonderful. go and do it. <laughs> and we did it like I don't know seven times. But I remember that for me, the, the the most difficult part in that scene was I was afraid of running the camera because he would say, "Just going, going, going," <laughs> and when we say "stop," you stop, and I would always stop before, you know, like an impulse. Yeah. And the, trust me, trust me, he would say, "I'm gonna tell you when." Just trust me and i was okay okay <laughs> let's okay i will because you know the camera was really yeah, really right near the where the, uh -huh. yeah. mm -hmm. and then you have that great line to jalitza there as well women are alone yeah uh it's a sad line but it's, it's the really way it's sad. delivered is yeah is like yeah because you know he said he you know? said that like you were a little bit drunk And and there's you're enjoying your bitterness. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then getting back to just people responding to it around the world, uh, specifically back home mm -hmm. in, in Mexico. You live in Mexico City, yeah, right? I do. So back home in Mexico City, uh, you know, for instance, I know that uh, one of the guys I work with here, his husband is Mexican, and he was saying it's such a huge deal for an indigenous woman yeah. with Jalitza to have mm -hmm. the nomination. Like that is such a huge thing down there but uh you tell me what what is the reaction specifically since the oscar nomination has been like to this well they are uh really happy they really feel it like something that's for everybody in mexico mm -hmm. like like being really grateful that the, the movie is being being acknowledged in that way in that huge way like they they feel that this is for everybody in mexico and also They feel that it may be uh, like an answer to to facing like our our both countries with much more like less fear, less mm -hmm. fear of difference, less fear of being mm -hmm. like. It gets back to the empathy. Yeah, element. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's fantastic. This movie co-led the nominations. Uh, 
10. And again, to see you both show up in the acting ranks was so awesome because you guys have been, have you ever worked this hard to no. promote a movie in your life? I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know, it's been great. I know. I mean, Netflix has done an, an uh, outstanding work to put this film in, film in the eyes of the world. Yeah. And they've taken care of us. Like it's been long. We've worked a lot, but we've always been like really very well taken care of. And, and we feel we're doing something that we never forget and that it's for our country, but for for the world and for just like seize the moment yeah. because it's something, quite something. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're just back from Sundance, by the way. I want to mention this. You have a movie up there. Yeah. What was that called? Uh, that's It's called This Is Not Berlin. It's like, it's an indie movie about uh, the 1980s in Mexico mm-hmm. because there was like this music and art movement going on that really was very important, like for the what came before in arts and in music and rock and roll in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So that had to be a fun trip right after you get an Oscar nomination. Are you just like <laughs> smiling ear to ear as you're walking around in the snow up there? I know. It was, yeah, it was quite something. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I could see that people knew and they, they were like coming to me in a very different way. And I'm just really, really, really grateful that the the Academy um, took a time to to look at Sofia yeah. because it's not a character that pops out immediately. Yeah. You, I, I, sometimes I think it even needs a second viewing of the film mm-hmm. because it's she's not like in the surface. So, mm-hmm. so I, I I'm really grateful that they did. Yeah. You know, and because she's silent because she hides things. So absolutely. Um, I, I never thought it would happen. <laughs> That's the best way to experience it. I mm-hmm. mean, like if you have no idea that it's coming mm-hmm. uh, and then you get to just shake your son and yeah. make sure he wakes up and comes to you <laughs> and you got nominated. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, what's next for you after after this uh, Sundance movie? Uh, you got any, some things lined up? I'm just curious what's coming up for well, you. Um, I know you had a play you were going to be yeah, producing. Yeah, I, I need to go back and do that. Yeah. I'm, 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 I've been traveling since, uh, since the end of August, mm-hmm. so... We're going to go through till the end. And mm-hmm. then I'm going back just to do that play because that I, it's, it's about, I have a production company. Mm-hmm. I have, I, I bought the rights of the play. I even translated. it. So I'm going to go and do it, do it. And then I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's been incredible. I, uh, I, I now have agents here. Mm-hmm. So if I could work here, that would make me crazy. <laughs> is there anything like, you know, something like this opens doors, I would think. Uh, is there like, what do you want to do as an actress from here forward? Like, are there stones left unturned specifically that you really want to get involved with? Uh, I don't know. Just what, what kind of movies do you want to make here? Oh, well, it's difficult to say because I'm always open to see what comes. And I think that every project always has something. It opens a world for you. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about my, my, my profession, that each play or each movie, it, it opens a completely new world mm-hmm. and you discover it there. So I'm not like, I'm not always saying like, I want to only do these kind of characters or these kind of projects or work only in this. No, because every experience is new and it makes me grow and it, 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 it pulls my range. I don't know if that you say mm-hmm. that in mm-hmm. English, my yeah. acting range. Yeah. So I'm open. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the best way to be. And yeah. I want to be clear. It's not like you're like, 
you just started acting. I mean, you've, you've been working hard for a number of years, and mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's awesome to see you get this recognition. And uh, I'm very excited to see what kind of doors will open for you here. I mean, uh, I'm always – my colleague Janelle, we're always like, she's going to be a big star oh, here Oh, Janelle was great. I mean, <laughs> she included me in that incredible list yeah. of 10 actors to watch, and yes. I'll forever will be grateful. That was the ver- first uh, news that was big. Like, I was like, what? Yeah. You know, what did just happen? And from then till now and uh, I'm just cr- so grateful so it's, grateful it's all because of us we, we take the credit here at I know no, I'm <laughs> I know <laughs> uh, the movie is called Roma as I said it's on Netflix now you should check it out there it's still in some theaters around the world uh, check it out there uh, just see it however you can because again I think it's the best movie of the year and Marina de Tavira I'm so glad you were nominated and recognized for your work it's a fantastic performance oh, thank so, you and I really enjoyed this conversation me as well thanks for coming mm-hmm. on the show well thank you Thank you.